What's up, y'all? It's your boy Blackstone from the Vicious Endless Podcast, welcoming you to the season six premiere. Blackstone, Big Ride Ride again. On this episode, we're going to talk about the crazy world of insurance, uh, what's going on in the WWE right now. Uh, we're going to talk about Jonathan Majors, Cat Williams, Nicki Minaj, and Megan Thee Stallion and their beef, and much, much more. So you stay tuned, uh, get you some popcorn, chill out, and enjoy the show. Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down! This sound like my brain. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. To the Vicious and Delicious Podcast. Hey, man, turn that shit up. Ooh, this shit about to be crazy. Hey, yo, yo, tune in and get the fuck out. Mmm, that's my weekly yum yum. This is Endless Podcast. I'm myself, the essence of excellence, Mr. Blackstone. Of course, I got my podcast partner in crime, the unstoppable Mr. Big Rob. How the boys, Big Rob? Man, you know the fucking vibe. You man, Big Rob, a.k.a. the excessive overlord. Yes, sir. A.k.a. the sneaker goat. Yes, sir. A.k.a. the killer with famous cannabis collector. Yes, one. The dance hall, Derek. One pony cocky. One time for the remote. <laughs> the prince of Parker States. The king, baby. A.k.a. racist Voorhees. Yes, sir. The illegitimate son of Morris Day. Because my mama had that jungle love. Oh, we, oh, we, yo. Reverend Jackson, because I put the summer for that paper like I'm Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar B. This is Delicious Podcast, season six. Let's get it. Episode one, season six. We back in this thing, man. Blackstone, big ride, ride one more time, yeah, baby. We back in the saddle. Till the wheels fall off, man. We back in this thing for a new season. New shit. New shit, new shit, new shit. <laughs> exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Every, 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 Drop a bomb. The big dog pit bulls are in the area. Don't look into my tax files. <laughs> but yeah, man. Brand new. New season. New year. This is in this podcast. You up in this thing. Season six. Episode one. But we ain't done. So we keep on going like we're going. And we keep on doing how we doing it. So let's get, uh, get started, man. Big Rob, tell the folks what you've been up to, Mike. Well, first of all, I want to say Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Black History Month to everybody. February. Shout out to our man Brandon who was at the early awards and is still raving about it. Oh man, it's just time to shine. Yeah, give a salute to the RIP to our man Justin. Oh man, RIP. One yeah, of the best. Yeah. And you know, it's been a pretty interesting January for you, boy. Man. You know, got caught in the ice. Ice. Twice. Twice. But not ice spice. Super ice. But once we get that cloud coming. Spice latte. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Since we get that clouds popping, me and my Nike Tech gonna show up at our door. Man. Weather been crazy up in the city, man. Y'all yeah, already know what's yeah, going yeah. on, man. Climate change is real. Stupid. But Big Rob, besides that, man, how's everything going? Like in your personal life, uh, social life, uh, business life, you know, whatever. You know, it's been a while. We've been we on hiatus, like for like, oh, I think like maybe almost four almost weeks. Almost Yeah. So, kind of like get everybody kind of caught up. Actually, it's been a pretty decent, you know, little hiatus. You know, a little break. Man, we charged the batteries. Kind of felt good. Yeah, you know. I ain't gonna lie. We weren't all the way idle during our time off. You know, had the little, the first annual Vision Delicious photo shoot. I mean, it was hanging out. You know, we hanging and banging. You know, hanging out down the street. Man, looking like a hundred dollars crispy. 
<laughs> Fresh. Smooth. Maytag blue and it's green. Like OJ, Orange Julius in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orange Juice Jones. Yeah, not that OJ. Not, not, <laughs> not Orange Ball. That's actually a funny story. I see, you, did you see on the uh, Mason uh, camera? Yes, I did. <laughs> and like he basically said, like, yeah, I'm good in any hood. But yeah, because who's going to fuck with OJ? <laughs> right, I mean, I mean, shoot. Well, well, anyway, besides that, man, what's else going on with you, bro? Uh, pretty <clears throat> decent, you know. The job front is still the job front. You know, it's cool. It's cool. Gotta know. get that paper, man. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get the paper. It's the first, almost. Pretty much, yeah. It's the first in the month. Gotta get that paper, man. Yeah. Um. So cool, man. I mean, uh, see, like early wars were like, was that before Christmas? No, it was December. We were, we recorded it December before 20, New Year's. Before New Year's, yeah. So like, we had a whole New Year's. How was your New Year's, man? Yeah. Anything fun or anything like that? Oh, New Year's Eve, I had to work, but I got off super early. Which is nice. Which is nice. And then I got, like, really mad smacked and then, like, lost track of time. Oh, man, best way to be. Yeah. Then I kind of thought, I I don't know why, but, like, at, like, 6 o'clock, it hit really hard. So I thought it was already the New Year. Yeah. And yeah. so when the countdown happened for a small fraction, I thought I skipped to 2025. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what did I do with these last two years? And I looked at my... Oh shit! Oh my god! Then I looked at the back of that package like I got lower the dosage. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. The Millennium problem in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two thousand. Yeah, yeah. And lost. We were supposedly supposedly going to lose everything, but the Y two K, the Y two K problem. There's actually an HBO documentary about this. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that I, hope? I started it. Yeah, I started to watch, but I haven't finished it. Yeah, well, you know. And at that point, I didn't have a computer anyway, so I didn't know what the hell it really was. Yeah, we, we didn't have laptops. We had, like, fucking big-ass fucking fat back. Did you had to share with other kids in your class. No, no. Yeah. What, was the, what was the one with the, was the cow? Gateway. Gateway, yeah. Gateways and shit. And, like, oh, man, remember, like, the old days, like, watching uh, Smut? Yeah. We, to, like, now, we talked about that before. We had to, like, watch it. Now. It was, like, JPEG. Yeah, it was, like, blurry <laughs> shit. You had to watch it, though. And, and we had a bunch of, so had, like, watch the previews and try to, you know, knock one out real yeah, quick. Yeah, you try to rub one. <laughs> Sucio your story. <laughs> Shit. There you keep running back. <laughs> right till they kick the girl off the bank. What y'all in there doing? Nothing? 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 football. <laughs> Playing Madden. Yeah, man, but uh, I can be honest, man. My January has sucked, man. I, can, I am not going to lie, That's man. You know, a lot of shit's happened. You know, uh, you, I mean, y'all saw the uh, post and stuff. We lost Justin Hurd, man. A friend of the show. Close friend of myself, man. A great guy. Father, son, everything in between, Author, man. Author uh, gave me like a lot of tips on how to like edit our stuff, man. And like you know, it's it was hard. And then like you know, just dealing with that, and then like other things. It's, it's like everything's like piling. I, I, my my New Year's starts in February. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, everybody was fucking terrible, man. Right, terrible. Get a mulligan. Like man, shoot, man, we just lost man. We, I mean, we lost a lot of people, you know, famous folks. We just lost Carl Williams, R.I.P. You know what I'm saying? Apollo Creed's gone, and like we're not gonna see him in Mandalorian, man. Yeah, grief. Yeah, yeah, man. So I mean, it's 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 been bad. I mean, but you know, we strive and keep on moving, man. And you know, you can't stop, man. You know, when they say uh, grief comes for a day and joy yeah. comes in the morning. But you know, uh, besides that, man, uh, shoot, uh, 
for myself, I think the best thing going besides like I mean, don't get me wrong. I was kind of like you know I've been I was in my film for the whole month of January, really, man. It's Which so, is understandable given the circumstances. Hey, yeah, just kind of just you know just thinking about life and trying to uh, make sure if something happens, you know. Whenever it happens, like, you know, you got something for the people that you love, man. Just, you know, make sure you got, like, a little nest egg or something like that, man. That's why I tell everybody it's big to me, man, because I'm tired of, like, anybody old, young, in the middle, passing away and have nothing to, you know, take care of their expenses as far as, like, their, their funerals, their burials, and <laughs> you know, all that stuff. We make the joke all the time. We got to do a fish fry to bury you. Right, man. I, I'm tired of the, you know, I understand, like, with certain things, like, you know, even if you have, like, coverage, but, like, you know, hey, we we have, you know, somebody passed away, you have everything they own, their whole life is in, like, in a house or something. I get that, but, like, just not having any kind of planning. Because, I mean, I mean... Sad enough, man. We're all gonna pass away. Yeah, it comes for us all. It's gonna happen. So, man, please. I'm. I mean. I mean. This, I'm gonna say this. Please, everybody, listen to my voice right now. Get you some life insurance. Get you something. I mean, I don't care if it, I don't care. Just a little bit of something. Maybe something just to cover yourself. If you want to go, I mean, I promise. People Get think, insurance. People think life insurance is expensive. It's not expensive, man. I promise not. I mean, there's a whole lot of great. Uh, resources where you can find best policies for you, you know, as far as like your money range, stuff like that. But get something, man. I'm just tired of like people passing away and not having things. And also, man, get you a. I mean, I want to say this because, I mean, if you're, I mean, you could do it at any time, but I mean, I think if you're past the age of 30, man, get you like a, like a last will and testament or like some uh, emergency precautions, like if something happens, or are you like, on you know a respirator or you know no, oxygen or something like that oxygen or like you know but have something in place where one your family and friends or whoever don't got to fight about what they want to do with you you already have a plan it out you know and you also have something when you go where you know you have something where you can one you know take care of your funeral expenses and one have a little something to uh you know, uh, give back to your family, friends, or, you know, whatever. I mean, if you don't have kids, you know, somebody, you know, your, your next kin or whatever you want to do. But actually, in a, in a crazy way, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm being on a tangent now, but in a crazy way, that is actually how a lot of people, money-wise, smart people get, you know, wealthy. It's, health, it's life insurance. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, you can get a... I mean, a larger policy, I mean, 500000 and up, and then, like, have your will and, like, your last, you know, emergency action stuff already set in place and say, listen, I'm only spending this much, you know, as far as take care of, you know, you know, uh, you know, my burial or whatever. And then, like, and you got to remember, like, man, 500000 I mean, you can... For most people, you can almost like maybe at least pay pay off your house, like your wife, your kids, like you're gone, especially like the like the breadwinner breadwinner. Yeah. You can like pay off the rest of the house and still have a little bit left and then and think about this and then like just tell them like, hey, this is going to you. 
this percent is going to you, this percent, is and also like, hey, this percent is going to like, you know, uh, man, like, you know, what's the, what's the word before like, uh, not joint accounts, it's a, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, it, it, it escaped it right now, but like putting a little money away where it's just sitting there, like, there's so many like little tax breaks. This, this is how the rich stay rich, man. And I promise, like all the rich people, you know, all the even like the, the royals, they all have big ass fucking life insurance policies on each other. Yeah. Because what happens is when they pass away, oh, you know what? But they get paid for that, and they already got money. But that's how they keep money, and that's a, that's a great way to start to generate generational wealth is having life insurance, life insurance policy. And to be fair. Like twenty twenty three was the first year I had life insurance in my life. Big bro, I, I will I I will sit on my uh, soapbox and say this, man. Whatever life insurance policy you have, if it's through your job, that's great. It is. Get you another one. Bet. And I promise, it is not expensive. Um, I, they don't pay for anything, but like uh, the best way I found out is like I'm in a couple of sites, but. I like NerdWallet, but the one I like to use is Policy Genius. Like, just go to Policy Genius. You just type in a little bit of information and how much you want to set aside. And, like, they'll figure out if it's too much. Like, you know, you can go a little lower. But I promise, just having something in place is better than nothing at all. Because right. I don't know what it is with our community. They just feel like they're never going to die. They have nothing you know, they have nothing in place where no, 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 uh, you know, no life insurance, no, uh, how to handle their deaths, nothing like that. Just like, hey, I die, and this is out there, you know, and then yeah. like they leave. You don't understand, like, when you die, I mean, debt, I mean, debt doesn't die with you. It, it, <clears throat> well, I'll say this for single people, it does in a way. Yeah, because married people and people with kids or grandkids. And yeah, like that. It, it, no, not to say kids, but like if you're married, your debt in Pass certain in certain circumstances goes to your spouse. So let's have something like I have two. Actually, I have two life insurance policies. I have one, which I'm going to designate this for a you know pay off any kind of debts I have, and the other one is y'all split that. And you know, you know, invest, you know, make you know, make it happen, and it's like build on something. So I mean, that's kind of like the kind of uh, legacy I want to leave. But anyway, man, like, we got let's get into some. <laughs> you got to, you know, got on that my little soapbox, but, yeah, but it's it's a, it's a soapbox that needs. I mean, to it's, it's real out. talk though. It's real talk, big right? Bro. I mean, I know we have fun on this show, but you know, we try I mean, to you know, some every, every now and then we got to step into God some level knowledge, step into some seriousness. So hopefully, y'all can use that and follow. Right. You know my advice and Big Rod's advice, man. But anyway, man, let's let's, let's uh, get some levity into the show. Get a little levity, man. Let's get to the fun part of stuff because we gotta talk about what's going on in this wild, wild, wild world of celebrities, pseudo celebrities, news, politics. But I feel like for the first show for the new season, we had to step on a, a thing we have to talk about that we always like to touch on. Now let's get to it early. Let's talk about wrestling. Ding, ding, ding. And if you're if you are aware of anything going on in the world of wrestling right now, there are 
There's one big story. One big story. And one big story that we usually talk about during the year that's been overshadowed by the other big yeah. story. Shout out to Ivory, man. So, yeah. He, we actually got like called it before. But yeah, we actually did. Shout out to my man Ivory. So, know. we already spoke on the whole this McMahon, you know, sexual allegation debacle. And we thought that was going to be the end of it. So, and also you understand that basically while that was all going on, the WWE, basically this man, was in talks with selling the company to a large conglomerate wow. called TKO, which owns UFC, owns uh, um, not not uh, what's uh, is it K one? K one? But anyway, it's a big yeah, K one. That's what big sports kind of like you know combat sports thing. Kind of like, so uh. Anyway, so that was all going on, and like he was kind of like brushing that off, and then like I won't say he went away, but he, you know, kind of like business as usual, and then like they made the deal. Now WWE is owned by TKO, which also owns UFC, and uh, basically this man ran the day to day, the pioneer of the of pro wrestling in a large media setting, the the one that. Or as he likes to call it, sports entertainment. Basically, sold most of his shares shares with his baby, which is WWE, and had like a little place on the board as a, like a, like a chairman and everything. Like that. And then everything went to hell last week, where literally we already, days before the Royal Rumble, we already had allegations, but a new allegation saying a lady basically said while she was like a receptionist for WWE yeah. under events. That basically, I mean, we understand sexual harassment, but she basically said she was almost sexual trafficked, trafficked out. And then, like, basically, like, the deal's already done. Vince doesn't have, doesn't have a minority, I'm sorry, majority share shareholders anymore of, with the WWE. He's Which that part makes me laugh a little bit because it's kind of like, ha ha ha, your greed has finally come to get you. I mean, in a way, but. Basically, with all that kind of hit the fan, they basically kind of like, well, we're going to look at that. It's under, you know. Internal, internal investigation. investigation. Now, fast forward a couple of days after that, Vince Man is basically wrote off, has nothing to do with WWE anymore. Actually, even. And uh, shout out to Rock. He actually, he's his chairman of TKO, too. Yeah. And got his name, got his, uh, the Rock. The right moniker. Yeah. Back. So, but anyway, like, Vince Man. Here's the crazy part, though, that you mentioned that. This is the first time in the history of that promotion no McMahon is in charge. No, I mean, um, I mean, is this, is this uh, Triple H? Triple H, who's by marriage, but and yeah. Stephanie's kind of done. Yeah, I mean, she gone, Shane's gone. Is this, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, I, I in, in a uh, fan it's way I appreciate everything Mr. Man did for I mean he's a big reason we're both wrestling fans. Right. Yeah. For the for the for the business and like building it up and doing all the things he did. But at the same time, you know, allegations allegations now. I'm not it's allegedly you know, nothing has been proven. Sprinkle that on there. But you know, Mr. Man has a little had a little in the past a lot of allegedly things that happened on his watch. But I feel like now with the uh, climate, and yeah, we're post is, we're post me too. So everything is like under a microscope, where stuff 
well, you know, boys clubs, but what stuff they used to kind of get away with is now more scrutinized and people are actually paying attention to it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that Vince is guilty. I'm not saying he's not guilty. We're definitely not saying he's innocent. But it's wild. Like but Big Rob said, it's wild as hell that Vince McMahon has now almost basically got, even on the website, he basically has been rodent off anything WWE related. Like, I don't think he's actually, I think you actually pulled him up now in like in the, in the, on the <laughs> in website. And he got like histories or artifacts, uh, archives or anything like that. And <clears throat> he's been wrote out of existence. Also, and also, it's also a little bit more karmic because I used to always think mm-hmm. that the only person that couldn't be taken out by the WWE machine was Vince McMahon. Was Vince McMahon. Because, I mean, I, okay, we can we can set the Chris Benoit thing aside. We know that that you have to do that. Man. That's totally different. But this is the same company that basically told you that Hulk Hogan, that Randy Savage, that Bruno San Martino, that Bret Hart, that Brock Lesnar the first time, that even Steve Austin himself mm-hmm. were not weren't really shit, and it was all us doing it. And so that the fact that this I, is, I don't know about that. Now they buried like they buried Austin when he walked out. I don't think he they did. Yeah, but that was more like yeah, I mean that was petty. That was petty. I, 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 like I, I would say it was petty, but you understand like if you were the main guy, you just like walk you know, off. I get it. I get what they're doing. You know, get, it's just you never more, get chafing. You fucking leave. Yeah, it just, you, know, I, you know. But it's just the fact that like oh wow, if they can do it to those guys, they'll do it to you. And the fact that it happened to Vince of all people, it just makes it so like. Wow. Yeah, man, that's, that's real tough. That would be like if if you like, I guess if Dan NFL just like, oh, Robert Goodell never existed or some shit like that. Right, you know. Yeah. This is, or, uh, heaven, forget, heaven forbid, something happens to like Tom Brady and like. Right, and the Patriots have to act him. like he didn't do shit. Yeah. Like, and then like take away his championships and, or, you know, you know, like how he did like, uh, was it Reggie? Uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, Bush and, yeah. you know, took away his Heisman. Right, That's and that's the ironic part. I'm like, yo. But all I mean, the but you know, like 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 Brother Malcolm said, chickens come home the roof. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got to hold people. You got to hold. Everybody needs to be held to a standard. That's my first Black History Month reference of the show. That's right. <laughs> got my kufi on. Yeah. But uh, everybody needs needs to be held to a standard. What happens is a lot of times that people in power with a lot of money, a lot abuse of influence, that power, and they just they're un, almost untouchable. And for a long time, allegedly, I will say. Vince was, untouchable. Vince was untouchable. I mean, don't get me wrong. He had his battle with the with the literal U.S. government, <laughs> U.S. government, which he loved and, to brag and, about, and, 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 and um, you know litigation and lawsuits. But you know, getting choked out by nails. Maybe nails wasn't wrong all these years. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm not here to say that. But um, it's kind of wild that basically he's been like he he got the Christmas wall treatment. He's not. And again, much like Benoit. He's Benoit's, like a ghost now. He's not even. And much like Benoit, it is deserved. I mean, like I said, allegedly. We don't know anything. Allegedly, of course, of course. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't wanna, but I'll probably mean I don't want to victim blame. I'll do that. I'm yeah, not, I'm not trying, I'm to, not trying to make yeah. Vincent. I can't think. I'm just saying. We just got to be. Uh, yeah, we're not here caping for the WWE. We got to be objective. Objective. There you go. But uh, also in the WWE, a lot of stuff been going on, especially we just had the Royal Rumble. And a lot of unexpected circumstances happened at that Royal Rumble. For example, it also leads back to the Vince thing because the rumor is standing that a certain um, 
Aryan Gorilla was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble match, but due to these allegations and names being named and implied, he's also been written out of WWE. Brock, my boy. Yeah. That's what Vince said. But he, I mean, I think Brock knows who butters his bread. Yeah. And he knows with the new reg- regime. Regime, yeah. Don't get me wrong, they you know they understand what he brings and like what he, you know people he he's, brings he's forever he brings be a eyes to the he's to always the product be a and everything. Yeah. But Vince, especially after he left and then came back after the whole UFC champ, world heavyweight championship yeah. and all that, he has a lot of privilege. You know, yeah. as far as of you when know, he works, who he wants to work with, how much he wants to work, and then like. He knows without Vince, and Vince was high on Brock Lesnar. Without Vince, he—I mean—he's not going to get that same feel. Yeah. And also, don't it, forget without you know <laughs> throwing Vince on the bus, Vince and how he does business. Also, a lot of you know, let's say like uh, legends with legend contracts—they don't want to work with anybody Triple. but Vince, right? I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Triple H, but like they don't, they know Vince and know Vince for half their lives. Yeah, they know how he operates and they know how he feels about them. He knows that basically he's gonna, they're gonna be take care of. Um, but at the same time, with all this going on, Brock basically saying up there, I'm not maybe coming back. But on a good note, uh. At the WWE Royal Rumble, we had a lot of surprises. Yes. And also, actually a lot of I would say unexpected surprises. Oh, but let's let's talk about uh the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, let's talk about yeah, actually that's a great way to start. Let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, shout out to the women for holding it down for like the fourth straight year. And it's always I mean, I need to actually watch the whole thing. I seen clips and stuff, but we already knew that Jay Cargo was signed to WWE. Right, we have- waiting for a time to come great, in. You know, great, great time. time to show up um, at the Royal Rumble. You know, make a little uh, impact. But I feel like whoever booked that match knew exactly what we wanted to see. They put her right in front it, of Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Uh, they put her. I wouldn't say over, but they gave her a little spot with Nia Jax. I wonder how they made you feel. Made her look strong, and that was great, too. I know that's your girl, so... I love Nia Jax, uh, but... Yeah, it, it, it's... Let's go ahead and get Jay give her a little shot. Look at him. Already trading her in for the younger model. Uh, <laughs> but it was a great, great look, especially, uh, you know, because it's black, it's black history, but... It got our koofies on this month. But it was a great look to see two strong black women in the middle of the ring. In the final four. Looking strong. Yes, right. Looking strong and going that eye-to-eye, face-to-face. Hey, what's going Future match, future team, whatever. But also, besides that, you know, we got that great look. We finally seen Jay Cargo in the WWE in the ring. And I'm wrong. I, well, okay, well, we're not We're in positive. But... We had finally got her in the ring, and uh, also we had a really crazy surprise. Jordan we had a little, we had a little, uh, a little handshake in the back with the WWE and TNA. Yeah, a little cross promotion. A little that you cross thought you promotion did. migration. Thus, fur- further proof that Vince is gone. A big Mama Pump came in. Yeah, I was, and it's been three years ago. I've been a little more excited, but. I mean, I think I think you kind of hate because you kind of lost some weight. But. Yeah, it's pretty much why. But I'm not even gonna lie; that's exactly why. 
We saw... Uh, uh, but it was great to see her there. Don't get me wrong. And when we say her, we're talking about... Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. And she came out with the TNA... With the TNA knockout title. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Like, you know... I mean, it's not quite Flair like, walking out with the WCW. Well, I mean, well, I think we're, yeah. will we ever see that under Vince's regime? Like another Hell person no. with another, no, 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 no. you know, uh, organization built on? Yeah, I mean, not because you know what you know what Vince liked to do with people that, that left his organization with belts. Barry. Yeah, I mean, unless you're Medusa, but but I mean, that is a that's a big moment. That's a big moment just to see somebody. That we know, and one like she, she's not signed to WWE. Yeah. She's still with TNA. Officially, she's got one of their belts. Yeah. But she showed up shout on the TNA. other person's show. And shout out to TNA for on making so, one too. Can we get some? I mean, like this, like uh, best foot forward. Can we get like something where we just cross pollinate with other organizations? Can we get like a handshake deal? Like, can we see like AEW people showing up? New Japan people Bezos. showing up. Like Chris on Jericho, both shows like or, Chris Jericho being a rumble or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chris is fine, but I'd rather see somebody who's actually a AEW original lifer, like, original. Like yeah, Orange Cassidy or yeah, like what the hell? Like, if, like, like if you know, like uh, somebody was like a lifer, like if you saw like Kenny Omega show up in a w- uh, in a WWE ring, oh, and got, still signed to AEW, or even better, that would be. Bananas. Oh, I got one for you. Or you can do this either way. On an episode of Dynamite, Kenny and Megan and the Young Bucks challenge somebody, and it's the fucking New Day. Oh, they can do like a fucking like turn. Oh, well, that's that would actually fit pretty good. Yeah. But do like a cross motion tournament yeah, or, it, or pay per view. Oh my god. Yeah. What was that? Was the one they always like the 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 the, the dream kind of thing? The like worldwide. worldwide. Or, yeah. Um, something like that. That would be bananas, like. Yeah, because it would be like some drink. Because we never thought we'd see dream matchups like that again. I mean, just like if Okada, who who's supposed to be rumored to be going to WWE, actually like shows up. Well, like, he's a free agent now. He so. is. Like, what if he like you know shows up and challenges? Hopefully, Cody Rhodes for the title. I mean, I I mean, I would like to see him show up. You know, NWE as a signee, but. But it'd be more time. crazy, like yeah. it's like a one-time deal, or let's we'll see what's going, let's we'll see what's happening, or like you know, dream match kind of, you know, with anybody, like yeah. champion versus champion, like the w, the WWE champion versus AEW champion, or AEW champion, or any. I, mean, I know the you know, you know, end up as a Broadway, but still, it'd be great to see. But it, I mean, we're in a new era now, man, and it's. And I for, love it, and it's and it, for the first time in a long time we feel like that's a legitimate thing to say. I think we always say like, like imagine like back in the nineties or early two thousands, and if the Undertaker showed up on Nitro to challenge Sting, yeah, man, like, like a little WCW, WWE, yeah, or WWF crossover WWF. thing. Like That'd be Goldberg great, Goldberg in the ring, and you see Steve also but in the crowd. Yeah, I feel like ooh, I want to see that now. In a, yeah, in a crazy way. In a way, you know, you know, you know, uh, old school people don't like to see like new changes, but some of these like changes, like with big organizations owning these companies, and uh, they're a little more willing to open the pot having pot. basically everything kind of in their hands. This, the, 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 the I mean, it's, it's wide open. Now, I mean, you gotta like understand, respect the brands. 
for what they are by themselves. That's right. not overdo where it gets right. say don't, don't be the invasion where you yeah, make one yeah. side look strong. Not even that. I'm just like, just not overdo it if it yeah, happens. Like, like where Don't do it every week. Yeah. Don't but, do it every month. But we're in a great time now where it's it's it's, it's possible. It, anything is possible right now. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the great thing. I mean, we had to go through some shit, literally, to get to that. But... I mean, at that moment, it was a great thing. Also, we don't want to bury the lead. Shout out to, first of all, to Naomi or Trinity, whichever she's going Trinity by. Trinity came back. Returning. I don't know how long, though. And well, she's 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 back. Okay. She, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, Bill, not Bill DeMar, uh, who's, who's uh, the old uh, Team Canada manager? Scott DeMore. Scott DeMore was like, thank you for every day. And... Thank for what you you know we came in. But she, I think she's 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 there, and I feel like a lot of people who left what, are coming go, are coming go back way. because things are a little bit different. Yeah, we got Andrade back. Yeah, and shout out to Bailey for winning the Royal Rumble. Who was right? My pick, by who, the way. who was all that? She was my pick. So See, I didn't yeah. think she'd do. I didn't think she'd do the Ric Flair ninety two and go the distance. But I mean, but I she mean, overdue for that. I man. guess like I guess that knee is good. Now. Yeah, plus she. Well, she been and like she been like she you know, put people over for let, over yeah, years. for a long time. So yeah. she deserved a little, you know, a little yeah, she, something. She's one of the main ones. Yeah. Actually, like I said, I have not watched the Royal Rumble, all the you know the whole Top thing bottom. by itself. I just like you know, and I tried a lot not to watch like the clips and stuff. Cause you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but we also got to talk about what happened in the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, you know, the men's. Of course, we got Andrade back, which is great. Good to see him back, and we saw uh, Charlotte Flair back there, and I guess they're back together. They're back together. Or, or we're never apart. Never apart. You know, you know yeah. rumor mills, but shit. But the bad thing for a lot of uh, people who are people, sitting in this room, people sitting in the room, or people listening to the show, is. CM Punk got injured during the match by uh, Drew McIntyre. Now it wasn't a personal. Pers- uh, it was know, definitely uh, an accident. Not, not a not a personable. Personal. Personal. No, uh, not not that's the word for it. Not a. Wasn't malicious on purpose. Malicious. There you go. Purposeful is the word. I went to uh, I went to uh, public shout school. Out, shout out to Millwood. <laughs> it was a personal injury or whatever. Or malicious. Right, <laughs> but what happened was. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre hit the culture shot DDT on uh, hey, CM Punk the, and, the and CM Punk retore his tricep. The same, you know, the same the old he, injury from AEW, which is ouch. Like you know, if you, any kind of muscle tear is is bad. Not far as like I'm not, I'm not talking about like like repair time, but like it hurts. Right, because like try to lift your arm. You basically tearing off your bone, so that's, yeah. that's that's a whole lot. But I want to say because you look at the winner of the uh, Man's Royal Rumble, which is Cody Rose. Adrenaline in my soul. No. Back to back goes Cody Rose. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> two times in a row, he won the Royal Rumble. But was that in the. Uh, well, you think it was in, you think they improvised? Or? I, don't, I don't know. Because, I mean, I went going in, I know. I, but I would say this because I'm a Cody Rose fan. He he should have won. Yeah, right? I mean. He should have won the. Should have won the title last year. At, at WrestleMania. But. I've said that for a year. And, of course, everyone in the world knows how Finish the story. They finished that damn story. Finished the damn story. Yeah. God damn it. Finished the story already. <laughs> I didn't want Cody Rose title run to be the never end of the story. But. Um, but, but I want to. I really want. Really bad. 
in the most selfish way possible. I want to see Cody Rhodes with that heavyweight title. I don't care if it's on Raw. I don't care if it's on SmackDown. SmackDown. He just needs it. He, I, need I want to say he needs it, but he just... Deserves well, it. Well, I hate to say deserve, but... But, he, yeah, he deserves it. He's man. in the spot, yeah. And as everyone on Earth knows that I'm the world's biggest CM Punk fan. Yeah. But I wasn't upset that Cody won the Royal Rumble, unlike somebody else I know. But, right. So... And, and, and as we all know, I'm also a huge Drew McIntyre fan. Right. Big so, fan. So if he'd won the Rumble... In his run. In his run, yeah. And I like what he's doing, like, capitalizing on the injury. Injury, yeah. It's like jabbing the knife and, like, building a story with that. Yeah, because one, it makes all the people hate you even more. Right. Because you take credit for injuring somebody that everybody loves. Everybody loves. He's gone now, and he's... Yeah, it's on you. Yeah, so by the time he gets back, he gets... Turn that knife. Yeah, built in for you. Either way, I hate to borrow a phrase from somebody who I think is a cornball, but Robert is happy. So that's all that matters. And again, I'm shoot, I'm rooting for Cody. I do wonder what that means for Seth Rollins. So, and also, who is also still injured. Seth Rollins injured too. Yeah. So the Raw champion is basically out for at least three months. Yeah, but he, I think he might rehab it though. I mean, three months. Like I said, three months is good. Yeah. That's 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 pushing given it what to he, the limit. Given what he what he injured. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I saw the meme where you can get a handicap match. With CM Punk. Yeah, the definition of a handicap match. <laughs> but I will say this, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm probably gonna like make a lot of my friends and Big Ross friends upset. I called it. That's true. I, I called it. I wanted. I called it. Now I'm not saying. I'm not wishing injury on. No, I'm not wishing anything bad. But in my Novice opinion. That's a great way to say it. In my novice opinion, CM Punk, when he came back, he was not, he, he wasn't, he was not, he was not, wasn't not, was not, were not, can't be, look at him, can't be in ring shape. Now, of course you can get ready, you can do all this stuff, but. Taking them bumps in front of people is different. Not even, I mean. Yes, any kind of bump is dangerous. But what I'm saying is, when he came back, he like I said, he came off an injury when he was AEW, and then like even AEW was kind of like, I mean, he was a little, for me, I mean, y'all can say what you want to say, he was kind of flat. Coming back to WWE with the, all the hype because it's CM Punk and you know, in ten years, he brings eyes to the product. And you know, I'm not I'm not taking away from his ability back then, but I feel like now Okay, I'm, I'm I might hurt some feelings. <laughs> I feel like CM Punk, even before the injury, was a Brian Pillman type of thing. Getting the money, but not necessarily ready to be Oh, oh, you like how Pillman had the ankle surgery? Yeah, yeah, you know, not necessarily. He didn't like he wasn't the guy he was. Now I'm not, and I, you know, no, I'm sorry, Kenny, but I just feel like CM Punk is. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's he's never been a big guy. No, no, he's having like bumps and injuries and like wear and tear. I mean, he's been wrestling for almost thirty five years at this point. 
<laughs> Basically, to this point, almost twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, he had ten years off in between. It's, it's it's not a knock to him, but I feel like he wasn't necessarily ready when he came back. Right now, you get play, you know, playing time. You can go to the performance, performance center or whatever. And I'm not saying I, I know CM Punk. No matter what or any kind of condition he is, he's gonna put everything in that ring. Good, bad. If you like it, if you don't like it, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He know has no. Uh, he can't take it off. No, no. Yeah, you know, he has no off. But so I respect him for that. And I'm not a CM Punk hater in that regard. I, just, <laughs> I like no, the caveat. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, I you know, I appreciate. I actually I appreciate people and how they look up to him as far as. Where he came from and where he went and you know where he's still going and stuff like that, but I'm just saying like he never really gave himself time, really to, time to recover. Yeah, for anything, which is like you know it sounds great, but you gotta take care of that body because I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to piss anybody else even more off, but. Seth Ron said it like you can do whatever you want, but get ready, do whatever you gotta do, and I promise I'll wrap the circus around you. That's basically kind of what he said, and I feel like that was the best thing he could have said, even though he kind of copied stuff from you know other promotions. Yeah, yeah. but you, you caught that too, huh? Well, you know, Kenny had to let me know that because I was so hyped about it when it first happened. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And remind me, but <laughs> it's true. It's my man. It's true though. And that's the that is the best thing, far as building a story that Seth Rollins could say it like, okay, good, da da da. I don't believe anything you said. I don't feel like you're actually, you know, you are who me, you say you are. You know, yeah. sincere about what you say. As far as you here for the fans, I know da da da. But you can do whatever you want to do. Whenever it happens, when you, when I get in the ring with you, I'm gonna wrestle circles around because you cannot hang with me. And you gotta catch up. And actually that was that was actually a great dart. But uh I'm sorry to see uh CM Punk hurt. Hopefully, you know, he gets better. Don't rush it though, but hopefully he gets better and then like, you know, whatever. I guess now, basically, even though I don't know what was planned, CM Punk gonna come back, he's gonna he's fucking feuding with uh Drew McIntyre. Right. Hopefully WrestleMania right time. Yeah. My boy Cody finally goes one on one with the Tribal Chief and beats him and finishes the story. But uh, I mean, that, I mean, that, I mean, in a, in a weird way, with all the kind of crazy stuff going on in the uh, pro wrestling field, it's actually man super exciting, man. Like it puts eyes on the product, man. I, I can't lie. Yeah, it's first time in it's a while. Almost, exciting, you know, in a long time, it's it's basically kind of must see TV. Yeah, and I like, and I agree because usually. There are periods where I watch wrestling yeah, out of habit. Yeah, people bring out stale sometimes. Yeah, I know you well, watch, in the past. Yeah, you watch it out of habit. You watch it because you always watch it. And then, like, I don't, you know, I understand people watch it and then, like, they don't like what they see. But I feel like a lot of times, uh, not to hate on anybody, people watch it. People like to hate watch. And know they don't like it. Yeah, hate watch. They like to hate watch. And, you know, fucking drag it down. Now, don't get me wrong. Which which will become a perfect Do segue. Do things, garbage things, whatever. I get it. But I'm the kind of person... Anything I don't like, you don't fuck with, and I keep, and it keeps showing me that it's terrible or whatever. Or it's, it's, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, 
I might come back later for certain things, but even with people, shows, whatever, if it sucks or starts sucking, I'm out. I'm out. So I must not gotta watch this. To Why dedicate so little of your free time to something you shit hate? on it? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Um, actually, uh, speaking on uh, conversations, I had a. Uh, I don't even call it conversation because it's Facebook. You know, <laughs> a digital but digital confrontation. It was uh, based on uh, something that Ron, uh, Ronda Rousey said about it, about uh, saying that basically, you know. You know, she's gone now, but she was basically saying, you know, Vince is gone, but... Bruce you know, Pritchard Bruce still Bruce is basically his proxy. Which is, yeah, you're right. You're, she's right. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, you have, this is me. And this is what got a lot of simps mad. Uh, that's what I'm calling But, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And you, she didn't say nothing wrong, but you have... No room or any kind of to leeway to talk because you had the best deal, the best leeway put in front of the world champion, won the belt. Went undefeated for a year. And may have been in WrestleMania within a year. For me, personally, trash in the ring. Far Shout out to Bubba Dub. <laughs> trash. But, so basically I said, yeah, she's, she didn't lie, but... You have no room. Like you had all this special treatment because you are who you are, and you coming into WWE from where you came from is putting a lot of eyes on the product. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You say something wrong, you're gonna say it wrong. But I'm like, at the same time, her history of just being for me being kind of a sore loser, crybaby. Y'all know oh what you call my, it. Or, oh my god! Yes. But, I mean, bad attitude, but people don't want to hear that because to them, you know, she's one, the woman to put the uh, UFC on, the women's, women's UFC division on the map. Yeah. And she did. She gets, she gets a flower. She was the that. face for a long time. She was like the, basically the Chuck Liddell, but not as long, for the uh, women's Yeah, people UFC think her, her run was pretty short. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty short. But... I understand that, and then like the high train and stuff like that. But just for me, just seeing her, you know, back then, like don't get me wrong, everybody has time to change or whatever. And then like I understand it's competitive, and you want to win, and you know, losing sucks and all that. But I always felt when it started whittling down. Actually, even before that, when she lost a Hollywood, refu- yeah, no, not even that. When she refused to uh, shake Misha Tate's hand. Oh yeah. And it's like, I mean, I understand, like, you know, but at the same time, it's it, it's for show, like, in a way. Like, maybe she was taking it a lot serious. I don't know wrong, whatever you said, da, 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 whatever, but. You know, it's just, you know. But you almost, I mean, you first, man, I mean, first time in Pride, you basically almost, I mean, I, uh, yeah, Pride. But Pride, yeah. You basically almost broke her arm. And then the second time, we had the rematch when you came in and she came in to be the rubber match. A lot of stuff was said, but you know, at the same time, I mean, it's almost just to like build fact, I, build the fight. But I feel like there's certain like rivalry rivalries that actually like I understand it's actually like pure. I don't like this person; they don't like me. But a lot of times, it's just like let's like sell the fight. Yeah, I mean, we get that. again. We're as this conversation is 
openly prove we're both huge pro wrestling fans. We understand right. promos. We understand selling tickets. And but you know it's real life, real punch, real kicks. Yeah. Cool. And I understand yeah. the boxers. Like a lot of times, yeah. like these boxers pretend like they don't like stuff, but they yeah, really exactly. got no real. Beef. I mean, we. I mean, this talk, you know talking to the WTO booking committee, here. right? Competitive, <laughs> you know, competitive animosity. Let's call it. Yeah, that. yeah, competitive drive. But when I said that, and like she, uh, he was like, "Why you say that?" that I, I mean. You probably bleep the name out, but I don't know. I, I don't even I know guy. It. I mean, he's just random. I'm just saying, but it uh, made a lot of. It just hit me with the fact that like people don't understand. I understand fandom and all that, but you got to understand, like, yes, I mean, you could say even in the WWE, she had no like real issues with anybody except for like maybe, well, actually, her husband, but maybe Alicia Fox. But oh yeah, I forgot about that and some other stuff, but. But for the most part, I mean, she, uh, from what I heard, nobody really had nothing bad as far as professionally say about her. But I know people kind of like, hey, she's here and they're taking my spot. But I can understand right, which, that. And I'm better than her. Which, I mean, which I, I to- get, and I get that yeah, sentiment. I, t- I yeah. totally understand that. Yeah. But anyway, I said all this. And like I was just saying, like I just feel like when she said that, okay, you're right, but come from you. It's a little disingenuous. You, you, yeah, it's disingenuous. It's not real to me. It's like, why did you say that? Why you do that? Like, it's her character. What are you talking about her character? Like, I, I mean, let me wrong. I watched her, like, a little documentary they did with her. And, like, she's always been super competitive and a sore loser. Yeah, that's just who she is. That's fine. I mean, that drives people. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing good about being in competitive sports a good loser. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you know, sports and everything like that. But at the same time, imagine if Michael Jordan I felt, something. I easy. know the only reason after she got knocked out by Holly Holmes, hilariously, don't forget hilariously, she had no business fighting Engrade uh, 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 or you know the the uh, 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 what's her name uh, the, the the tiger or whatever. That's not that Chris Cyborg, but I know you're talking. No, about. no, no, yeah, the Brazilian lady. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Cat Alonso. Something like that. Yeah. She had no business being the first number one contender to fight her. You hadn't beat anybody. The only reason why you're there because you're hard. You know, you're you're you have that Ronnie Rousey, you know, pull or you might even pull, but you bring you know you, the name. Let's say the Amanda name. Nunez is her name. Amanda Nunez, thank you, sir. But you got washed by Holly Holmes, and then got washed. Even worse by, by Nunes. And you had no business being a candidate for the bill at the time. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I would respect like she had like, a couple of like, you know, fights some, you know, the third rank or the second rank person. She's wouldn't they just Dana White just put her right in front of her. I mean, don't get me wrong, that was good for Nunes. But that's probably the biggest pain that she ever had, and she got a huge win out of it. Yeah, but, but at the I'm same like, time, it was just like that's the reason she why like four or five other people to get that. Fight. Right, that's the reason why. Shout out to Ivory. I don't like Dana White because we. Why do we have rankings? If you just hot people, if you just no, yeah, right. If you just put the biggest name in front of the champion, or vice versa, or whoever, these guys who fight and try to get these rankings one. You know, even first, like I'm talking about, six, ten to you know, up to to, to to number one. They don't make any money. They really don't. I mean, they make 
I mean, shit, no, they don't make really money because like half that goes to the gym, half that goes to the training. Trainer, which yeah, you know. I mean, they're luckily you have to pay. You got to pay your staff. And like, okay, you have a fight date in you know today's February, February, February. You February, don't fight until April ninth, and you have like two months, three months of training clinic. You got to pay for your training. You got to do all this. That's going all out of your pocket, and like. And it's coming from your purse too. And if you lose, you get to store it in that purse. I mean, you get a little bit of money. Don't get me wrong, but you're not going to make the same kind of money. But and at the same time, you're fighting. The more successful you are in this sport, the bigger your entourage gets. Well, look at that. And those Con- people have to get paid. Conor McGregor. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. Conor McGregor is a was a great, you know, uh, I guess it'd be middleweight. Also, would definitely fit in if you try to be a pro wrestler. But, oh yeah, he, I mean, he can fit in anywhere. But, at the same time, the reason, not not not, not down in skill, but most of the reason why he was so big in the first place, because he had character. He had pizzazz, he had all this stuff like that. And I guess he had a little bit for with all to make a deal with Dana White where he getting paid more than most people get paid. Which, is, I mean, again, he's a smart businessman. Smart businessman, but at the same time, When's the last time Conor McGregor? Last, I, I, I'm, I'm, don't quote me, but I think the last person that Conor McGregor beat was Cowboy Cerrone. Dang, Cowboy Cerrone, decent guy. You know, he's a journeyman. He's a great fighter, but you know, he's, he's this guy that he's he's game and like he'll make the other person look good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he can win. Feels boxing, he'd be Ken Norton Senior. Yeah, but at the same time, like good, but not quite great. So like that's that's the reason why I can't dig on Dana White and what he does because he always talk about when people and his fighters when they get done or whatever, especially oh my god, uh, Mighty Mouse, yeah, the greatest lightweight of all time, and they don't even talk about it. You don't get acknowledged. I mean, he's I mean he's gone and moved away, but they didn't even talk about it then because he was small, he wasn't you know charismatic, but he beat everybody. He's probably the Pound for pound, the, one of the best mixed martial artists of all time. He's up there. But because he didn't, like, pull people in, he just beat people. Right. He was a... Dana hated him. He, he was a worker. Dana was so ready for him to lose. Because, you know, Dana's in the spectacle business. Much a lot I mean, like you're wrong, you got to put money in the seat, but you got to put somebody in front of your champion. Yeah. If you're supposed to be the guy. But, all right, I mean, it is what it is, but... That's the reason why I love mixed martial arts, but the people who run it are skeezy. Sleazy. Yeah, and I mean, and again, I'm not really into mixed martial arts. I'm more of a like, traditional boxing fan, but it's similar in that way. Yeah, same thing, too. Like, and, you'd be a great fighter, but if you're not interesting, Yeah, scared. exactly. Larry Holmes. You got guys being like the number one contender yeah. back in the day and like, didn't get a title shot ever. Yeah. Just, just, but I mean, get me wrong. don't get me wrong, a lot of picky choosing. In, in, in it's a lot of politics. Yeah. But like but like you said, Larry Holmes wasn't a very charismatic guy. I mean Larry Holmes, I mean he but he, he I mean he was interesting. Yeah, but he also was like in if we can switch topics. He also was kinda in like a bad spot because he's the guy after Ali and the guy before Mike Tyson. And the guy that beat up Ali. And the guy that beat up Ali. And then Tyson beat him and, up. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah, you like you like that weird bridge, so you're not as remembered because both of these guys are iconoclastic them people in society. But think of how great Ali is. And the uh, if there's ever a, if there's ever an athlete that's more famous than Michael Jordan, that's <laughs> him, right? But back and, to what you were saying. In the iconic words, uh, Roger Mayweather, you don't know shit about boxing. 
Yeah. I'm not talking about you, Big Rob, but yeah. a lot of people, a lot of yeah, people, people don't know. Yeah, yeah. She had that box. But, like I said, you can be a great fighter and be whatever. It's, at this point, it's all about putting eyes on the product and putting but people in the seats. But, speaking of Mayweather, we got to move on. Yeah. Before he became Money Mayweather, how popular was he before? I mean, he was on upcoming. He was, on he was upcoming, but like, how famous was he? Like, we knew who he was, but the average person. When he was still, like, under was Al Heyman? Or? Yeah, we saw under Al Heyman, yeah. When he still had hair. He, he, was, he was still on the come up. Yeah. People don't like Mayweather for a lot of reasons, but one reason that the politics of boxing don't like him is because he got out and made his own way. Exactly, they hate that. Yeah. Mayweather. Let's try Oscar the But moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about crazy stuff going on in the hip-hop world. Right up my alley. So, I didn't... Well, tell me why. I mean, I made a little joke about it if you see my, my Facebook post and my, our Instagram. <laughs> so, I'm not trying to, you know, talk bad about the ladies because she's actually really loved. Like, women... Well, younger women love... Chrisette Rock, you know? Yeah. They like her. Like, they, especially like when she broke up with Blueface and like trying to do her own thing and had a baby and like trying to say Blueface is a baby. We are talking about it. So that's Charles Barkley's baby or some shit. Yeah. That's why Blueface is in the Hall of Cat. But, I feel like all the attention, and I'm not trying to shit on y'all because y'all had the best intentions because y'all wanted to see her do good, you know, with one tooth and all, and, you know. But, Y'all put all this energy in what she was doing and, you know, she's trying to be her own person and y'all start, y'all stop messing with her. She's a new mom, you know, her, the baby's neck's okay. <laughs> all right, right. But she not only went back to the toxic relationship that everybody hated. With Blueface. And Blueface is basically either on his way or finna go to jail because of, you know, parole shit. She already had a tattoo of him on her neck. She done did the the, the, the the most and put this man's face on her face. Now, like I said, I don't understand it. Don't get me wrong, I, I really don't like face tattoos as personally. I you know, I I would I don't mind seeing that in with somebody who was actually a you know uh you know, actual inker, you know, tattoo artists, and they have like tattoos everywhere, but that's what they do, and it's a, they, they wear the art. But regular people, or even celebrities, why in the world would you put a tattoo on your face? Especially when you're in the. I know you're famous, and you got, you know. Especially when you're in a business where your face is literally the thing. Yeah, I mean, that was her money ticket. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying she's ugly now. She's a pretty girl, and she was actually a lot prettier before the whole you know, shit. Yeah, uh, I guess I don't know if you, call it, if you call it a reality show, or whatever. But I don't know if it's like Stockholm syndrome or whatever. But for somebody that you talked up and down about how bad he was and what he's not doing, he's not you know claiming our kid and this that, and that thing. And then like he got this, other kids, don't he? Oh, he got yeah. But just come back. Because I guess he said okay, and then 
you love him so much, he finna go to jail. I'll put a big-ass fucking blue face tattoo on my face. And that is, I mean, I mean, we, we, I mean, we know about Bobby and Whitney. That was yes. toxic. Oh this is God. this is like a hundred times more toxic than that. Are they touch, are they touching Ike and Tina territory? I mean, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, it's worse than that because Ike and Tina. We didn't know about Ike and Tina before to that book and then that movie. Yeah. yeah, like later on. Plus, we was kids. Even the, you know, well, even the older you know, our parents and the older people on that they didn't know about that. Right. Social but media didn't exist. Yet. We see everything because everything is either on Snapchat or, or any kind of social media. You see everything. And all you women was like, you know, Griselda, right? She, you gonna be all right? And y'all just go ahead and be, you know, support her. She's trying to do music and that, and she go right back to the dude that she says she hates and all that stuff. And then like when y'all try to like, hey, what's going on? Critique her. She cuts y'all out. So yeah, I mean, I mean, how, how? I mean, how, how good is it where you just? I, I don't know. Like it doesn't make sense. I know about you know. Crazy sex and all shit like that, but <laughs> I mean, just to. But at what point? When is that not enough anymore? I don't know. Is it something with her? And she's—I don't know if she's hypnotized or digmatized or whatever. Or yeah, or whatever. Just, there is a there's a huge disconnect between her and her father. And she beat her father. He beat, he fought it in her father on TV. I remember, yeah. Well, not TV, but but on know, the show, whatever the hell they do. Zeus, I think it was Zeus. The Zeus Network. I think is a vast right wing conspiracy. Yeah, that's just like just shout to my man Anthony. He set us back. That'd be the first per- he'd be the first person to accept that. But golly, I mean, golly, I mean, come on, I mean, you, golly, pretty much sums it up. Honestly, on, man. I mean, I think something mentally is wrong with this lady at this point. Like, she's like. Obsessed were, with, she's obsessed obsessed with this man. Yeah, honestly, if they were characters on a TV show, we would stop watching the show because of how unbelievable it was. I mean, on a show? Okay. I mean, if they were scripted. That's real life. I'm just like, if they scripted, like, who writes shit like this? And they're just like, these are real people. But, I mean, let's talk about some other. I mean, y'all can call it where you call it wherever you want to see it, but for us, it's just. Dumb. This is stupid. For the sake of herself, for the sake of her child and other potential children, What's, I hope she just okay. I hope she just gets out of this and be and is okay. But while we while we're still on hip hop, let's talk about the. For me, don't get me wrong. I like both artists, but I don't understand the reason why Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion have any kind of real beef. Right. And when I say real beef, I don't understand why. Y'all have any kind of real beef where you're, you're talking about her getting shot, talking about her mother, her dead and mother, this, and, and like she's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I don't know who started, and maybe pretend I don't know, but maybe <laughs> Meg exactly. started, and Nikki just Nikki just like savage. Like I'm just gonna go for the juggler, which is you know I understand in the in in battle, especially hip hop battle, anything goes. But they even did her. It's not even. Yeah, it's not even really a hip hop battle at this point. Like it's like a social thing. Like you got Meg's Meg's fans over here, Nikki's fans over here, and like arguing and going back and forth. But at the same time, can y'all tell me anybody who's? I don't care if you're a Meg fan. I don't care if you're a Nikki fan. Do you know why these two ladies, one, almost basically an OG in the game. 
basically brought back kind of lady MCs in a hardcore kind of way. And one, you know, I want to say she's, you know, she's not, I don't want to say on the come Like, she's like. She's up. Yeah, she's paving her own way, doing her own thing. But can y'all tell me why these two ladies on top, for the most part, why they don't like each other? It almost feels to me that it's. It's 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 made up. It's 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 it's, it's written and scripted. It's, it's almost w- yeah, it's WWE kind of shit. If y'all can tell me and give me a good reason why these two ladies have any reason legit to not to like each other besides competition because they're in the same field. Yeah, I I mean even if that like okay we can like go bar for bar and stuff like that, but it's like super personal now. It doesn't make sense like. She's making fun of, you know, <laughs> her husband, you know, his... his you Being know. a pedophile. Uh, I mean, I will say this. I don't want to sound protected, but I feel like the purdy thing, as far as that, it was a girl. But she was like, oh, was like 17 or something. Like she I guess. Was, I mean, I don't really know the whole story. but I just know the whole he's a sex offender part. Yeah, but I wouldn't call him like a pedophile where... You know, I can't, not me, but don't bring any kind of underage girls around me. I think it was like the kind of thing, like a girl was out there, and, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, he did the wrong thing, and he was in some other shit, too. I, but I don't, you know, it, he's, he's got to carry that, but I don't feel like, to me, that he's like a predator. You know what I mean? Like, he made a dumb mistake or whatever, or, you know. Actually, now that you mentioned it, I, under- I think I might have had it backwards. So let me redact that whole okay. pedophile thing. <laughs> I think that's actually her brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, I think I just had. A, but he, I mean, he got the same kind of thing. Yeah, my, like my a, bad to him. Girls, to her, I mean, still fuck you. Canada in a legit way, her brother was actually Echo. Okay, come on in, little girl. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Which, legit kind of like, yeah. like knowingly younger girl. Yeah, I just think I think with her, so husband, I might have to confuse. So it was like a thing where it was, you know, she didn't know how old she was. Maybe, but I don't think it was like. Looking out and trying to find that. He wouldn't know. He wasn't at the mall. But if you got that fucking, you know, cloud over your head, it's hard to shake that. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, these two ladies are basically one and two, top three women MCs. I mean, them two and and, and Cardi. Cardi. And everybody else is kind of like trying to catch up. But I can't understand why they don't. Well, I don't understand why they have a real reason not to like each other. Right. Besides this. I mean, I'm saying like beef and trying to be the, the number one and competition like and shit, but, but but competition can just be resolved by somebody winning. This is personal. How you feel about it? I just like does it does it make sense to you why these two women, one almost in the in the, in the time span of being basically an OG, and one kind of like in the middle, like you know, oh, yeah, like it's a star but could become bigger. Name is I mean she's already a star, but like. One's like been there almost over a decade at this point. Almost two decades at this point. And one's like, you know, established and like going and doing her thing and and, and like she had a lot, you know, I mean Meg had her like, you know, whatever happened with the Tory Lane stand yeah. the shootout and all this and you know, and then like No shout out to Tory Lane. Uh, broke up with her a party with other yeah. rapper boyfriend but kinda going through a lot of shit. But I understand, like, if it's one thing, like, yeah, 
if you know, party is it party? Mm-hmm. Party said some things in response to shit she said and made the record back. And that was actually a better, actually a better disc record than the, the Bigfoot thing. But, oh my but I can God. understand, like, he didn't do it in a way like it was malicious. Like, yeah, you, I mean, you can say a lot of stuff and I just trying to hold it back. But, and I'm not saying she's right. I'm not saying he's right. But that makes sense. But why are you two beef? And it's like, this feels like, I feel like with all, well, not even all, it's so little women MCs in this generation that are not you know necessarily good not even good but we have a lot of bad ones but I say we have a lot of MCs in these top three or whatever or in that in the pocket like where they're this accepted and you know they get respect from their peers and stuff right. like that you know and I mean even around a lot of you know jaded males say whatever about their songs whatever but they are basically like, you know, Meg is like Planet Fitness and selling stuff like that. And, you know, Meg, she's mainstream. Pop, Popeyes and, you know, you know she's yeah. getting, getting business deals and Nicki Minaj ain't never missed a check. But it just feels like it's fake to me. It's fake. I, don't, I, I can't understand. Maybe I could be a mediator and put them right, on, right, right. on both sides of me. Like, why do y'all don't like each other? It doesn't make sense. I'm glad you, you do y'all do y'all real have it's not real beef. Right, like it's like like you know y'all not gonna fight in the street. Well, I mean Well maybe who knows. But I mean as you say something about my mama, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean it's personal. I mean, it goes that, down, and, like, people talking about, my dead mother. And man. people talking about you know, you know, going to her grave and doing desecrating and you know, Yeah, shit like that. That's too And far. y'all and y'all gotta stop. everybody on male, female on either side, your team Cardi or team Nikki. Barbs or uh, stallions, I don't know, you know, whatever, whatever the name hotties, is. whatever they call them. Too. Hotties, yeah, that's yeah, that's what it's called. Y'all gotta stop. I mean, I understand, like, you know, pick a side. You like this person? You know, I like Nas, and some people like Jay Z, exactly. even. But I never was like, you know, let me find Jay Z's mom and you know do something to her. I'm just a, you're just a fan. Like, I understand, like, you know, who's good and this is, like, she's the best, and oh well, she's the best. But when y'all start getting like. To a point where y'all so far up these anybody's but like that, it's, celebrity you, you have an issue. You have an issue. Like you need to go and get some help and start realizing you got your own life to live. Touch grass. I mean, yeah. I mean, arts is good and music is good and all this other stuff, but it's never that good where I want to fight somebody else because oh, they fan. don't like them. Yeah, or do something to a, somebody relative that I don't even fucking know because, like, you like, know. I've never wanted to beat up a Drake fan because I like Kanye. You know, if, like if I think it sucks, I think it sucks, but it's not that big a deal. Right. And you're right. And initially, my first thought was was that it was kind of just like some fake shit. Yeah, I thought it was, it was like, yeah, I thought it was like, you know, and like people had albums coming, well, yeah, albums coming out. Like, yeah, you know, like, Gen- Generation Buzz. Yeah, Buzz, whatever. And that was my first song. Cheap Heat. Yeah, Cheap Heat, yeah. Then I heard the actual songs going back and forth. And like we discussed before the show, like, Mags was a little more harmless. Like, not like they weren't jazz, but they weren't big. was kind of. Yeah, she was kind of great. Read between the lines, but you kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah, know. exactly. I didn't call your name, but she, Nikki just went all out. Like, she went balls the wall and just said, you know, fuck it. And she shouldn't have, because that was a terrible song. And I, I feel like 
she shouldn't even said anything. Right, and I kind of feel in a way, and I kind of feel like part of me thinks like because I felt this way during the whole Nikki Cardi thing, like yeah. Even I, take you think partially she's kind of threatened by it. I'm a Nikki fan. I mean, I understand you all. I think I think Nikki is like the best female MC bar for bar ever. Or not? No, no. Or currently, or currently, yeah. But Shot at the same time, she's like. Kind of super catty and all that. Yeah, like catty and just really a really petty person. Yeah, petty. But and I feel like a lot of these things I'm, is like I'm kind of petty too. But you had to you had to give it to me. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't go out for it. Right, but I'm gonna give it back to you in ways you can never match. You know, keep. You know, I get that. Keep like, energy. Yeah. But I feel like. But when you're on the pro, we on the pro, we on the hunt. To she's be petty a, she's cutthroat in a way. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's what it is. But y'all, let us know. Y'all get in the comments and do it. And Does it know. make sense, but y'all? Well, let me add this one part. Uh-huh. All right, now I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here because I'm not like her hugest fan, right. and I do feel like some of these beefs she gets in are kind of her fault because she kind of jumps, kind of goes too far with shit. But I partially feel like. Even now, hip hop's still male dominated, and she's from New York, and she's just and she came up at a time where getting attention for a female MC, they had to be extra aggressive. I mean, I get looking strong, but <laughs> right, right. At right. the same time, you don't necessarily like. There's a difference between looking strong and being a bully. Yeah, because I mean, not that Meg is Meg, not, not that Meg is defenseless, but yeah, but I mean, I understand if she would do something to that to like maybe like cash doll or it's like a uh, somebody on the come up, yeah, or like Snow I, product or some shit, yeah. Like that. Well, not, well, Snow's kind of underground, but she's big. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, but she's not on the level of Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah, but I just feel like it's 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 petty, y'all. Do y'all agree with us? Let us know. Get in the comments. We're gonna do a quick Q and A in 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 this uh, on the show, man. Just let us know. Uh, let's move on, man. Uh, because, I mean, like I said, we've been high age for a while and we kind of yeah. missed the boat on this one. But, yeah, yeah we, of course, we, Big Rob and, Big, and, and Black Snow got to put our 10 cents on the whole Cat Williams. Because the two cents is free. Yeah. On this whole Cat Williams ordeal and, you know, going on Shea Club and all that. All right. I'm going to ask you first, Big Rob. How do you feel when you first heard yourself? Not, not, not the not playbacks or just... Just kind of what if you did you watch the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, how did you feel about what Cat Williams had to say about a lot of older comics, comics in his generation, and just like his whole like outlook on the game as far as comedy goes? Well, initially, my first thought was because I'm always up and down on Cat Williams anyway. My first thought was, is he really exposing people or is he just trying to bring attention to himself? Right. Because he is, because like we said during the Nick, Meg, Nicky thing or even the UFC discussion, he got tickets to sell too. Mm-hmm. And so my initial thought was, is he really telling the truth or is he just people he's always had grievances with? Like I know, I know for a fact he don't like Kevin Hart. Like we, yeah. We've got he, that. He didn't say that. Yeah, I mean, that's not, first time. About that's not the first time he said something about yeah. Kevin Hart. He, he already challenged him to a basketball game. Yeah. To a battle. fight. <laughs> to like a fight. Or, 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 or he trying to have super, battle. Yeah. Like he trying to have two grown ass miniature comedians trying to have super kids day. <laughs> and have potato sack races and shit. Right. But anyway. But he had something to say about. About Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Said earthquake caught a stray. Bruce, Bruce, I think. No, no, uh, Phase on the Phase, fat Phase on liar. 
Okay, that one I was on the side for. Uh, shoot, he threw uh, he threw ludicrous under the bus. Luda, yeah. He kind of puffy, eh. but at this point, that's just piling on. Kind of, you know, yeah. But I think Fifty got that market corner. Yeah, but I think kind of. Um, he kind of played D.L. Hughley with kid gloves for some reason. I think he didn't touch D.L. Hughley. He exactly. Obviously, Bernie Mac's gone, so can't say nothing about him. He had no respect for for Bernie Mac. I mean, everybody does. Nothing but respect. Yeah. And it's just like, so initially it was... He even said uh, a little, well, well, oh, I'll get to you in a minute. We'll get to it. And like, I thought a little bit. Initially, it was, you know, okay, is this really sour grapes? Is this him living in his truth? Right. And then it's like time has passed since we've been on hiatus and this interview happened. Uh, right. We had a lot of time. It's like, yeah, we had a lot of time. <laughs> it's, almost old, it's almost old news now. Yeah. They were, they were like peeing holes poked in his, his being, there was a lot of holes being poked in his, the shit he was saying. Yeah. And it's just more like, huh. So. How do you feel though? How do I feel? You feel like it's Cap or you feel like he has- I, I do feel like a lot of it is Cap. Not just, be, not even more like he's flat out lying. It's more of the, he's weaved this narrative into his mind so it's true to him. Okay. And, and I don't dislike Cat Williams like right. that, but, but I'll let you go ahead. Okay, it's, 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 this is my opinion about the whole thing. Absolutely. I feel, for one, I feel that Cat Williams was telling his truth. Right. But at the same time, it's not a new thing. If you pay attention to like, the stuff he says, don't get me wrong, Cat Williams, some things he said about never doing drugs or that, I kind of like, mm, I mean, Mad we, Cappington. Weed is good, but uh, maybe a little something else. But, I will say this, but at the same time, who in the hood are the most people tell the truth? Crackheads, drunks, and kids. Yeah. So and he is the size of a kid. Yeah. He has the body frame of a crackhead. Yeah. And the skin tone of a drunk. So he's all three. He he, 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 he run a five eight or something. Yeah, he run a He's like fifty years old. You want four three or something? Hey, he was fast though. Yeah. But I will say this. I, I, oh, we forgot about Ricky Smiler. But, yeah, Ricky Smiler. He threw Ricky Smiler on the bus too. That but, one, I think he's telling the truth on. I would say Smiley this. Was so, I would say this. Like I said, I feel that Cat Williams was, was telling his truth. But at the same time, he was saying a lot of truths that he's always said. He always said Steve Harvey was a cutthroat motherfucker. He under, tried to uncut. Nobody. He tried to uncut uh, Bernie for the Ocean's Eleven movie. Try to say, "Oh, you can hire me if you can pay me less." And they was like, and then like they he said like you know, and they had the whole Kings comedy stuff like that. But it, it was it's not a even before Cat Williams was on Shake the uh, Shake Club or whatever Club Shake Shake Club Shake Shake. Cedric Tan said the same thing, not. He's, he he was he alluded to certain things, and even other interviews he alluded to kind of that little kind of rivalry between Bernie and you know. But I will say this: I feel like Cat Williams was telling quotations the truth on most things, and some of the things he said were more or less. Uh, I want to say. Selling wolf tickets? Not even that. I want, I'll say hypotheticals. Some of the stuff is kind of like outrageous just because of what he said. But as far as like comedians go, I mean, he has receipts. I like, I mean, I Cedric Entertainer was one of my favorite comedians. Actually kind of 
Well, I mean, you know, I'll say comic view, but but he has examples like him stealing jokes. Say it's sold the uh, spaceship. He's kind of switched it up a little bit. Right. But, I mean, you can go anywhere like whoever told a car joke, but it was a little, it was a little similar. But also, with the Steve Harvey stuff, and I'm not a big Steve Harvey fan. That is known. I feel like I think I think that's we're both. Yeah, we. I mean, that was like season one, but yeah. I feel like with the Steve Harvey <laughs> thing, <laughs> right? Yo, you know, no. Uh, with Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey. For me, this is just my opinion. For Steve Harvey, he was never like a super funny comedian by himself. Now. On TV and like... I, I love the Steve Harvey show. But, I wouldn't say he's not talented. I'm, I'm not going to say that, but... Just, even how, what he talks about, like, far as, like, success stuff. He is, to me, this is just my opinion, y'all. y'all can, I mean, you can be mad or whatever and hate me for it, but... Steve Harvey is a cutthroat dick. Straight up and down. He's a... Undercutting, ankle biting, you know, blind side, whatever you want to say. But I can never stone throwing, hand hiding. Yeah, I would never say that Steve Harvey isn't successful. The reason why he's successful that because he has that work ethic. Now he works harder than a lot of more talented comedians to be. That kind of mainstream kind of person, the go-to black comedian. I mean, I would call him that, but like, just like I can do that. Like he got a hundred jobs, and I and I respect the hustle, but at the same time, I feel like Cat Williams did not lie one bit about Steve Harvey because he was a man unit. The same thing he said about Steve Hardy, he got receipts for. Yeah, they did the whole comedy thing. Now, get me wrong. He was more. He was an MC. No, no, no. They did the the comedy battle, or whatever. In Detroit. oh yeah, yeah, Detroit. Or but you know, at the same time, I feel like it's in a way, Cat was defending himself. But a lot of these comics, old school, couple of generations behind them, I would say I'm not like I said, I'm not shit anybody. We already know Steve Harvey and Cedric and Tanner, They boys. They close. Yeah, they close. Um. Besides that, you know, we have like Jamie Foxx, who's kind of—I mean, he's a comedian, but he's pseudo comedian. But I remember he's—he's he's an actor at this point. But he's—he's he, behind Steve Harvey because when he was trying to do his radio show, he was trying to copy Steve Harvey. Yeah. Um. Uh, Ricky Smiley. I like—I like Ricky Smiley. I think he's funny. I think his his humor is more like a uh, prankish kind of thing, and more like a, a little more juvenile. Yeah, that. But he's more like a like hanging out and then with somebody you talk. His stand up, he's funny in that like uncle. He, funny. Yeah, and but I will say this with all them guys: Steve Harvey, Cedric Tanner, Ricky Smiley is Steve Harvey is like one of his mentors. Yeah, he was on his show for his own. He had his own radio show. Um, other guys, I mean, Jamie Foxx picked a side. I feel like Mark Curry, he, we ain't talked enough about him. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I feel like Cat Williams always in a way been underground. He was like, we can call him the underground King comedy. Yeah. But he always at was. the same time, who did, you can't tell me who Steve Harvey brought up as far as comedians. 
everybody who's with him has already was had a name. Yeah. Already had a name for themselves. Cat Williams, on the other hand, he brought up Nunel. He brought up uh, who who was always funny, but never really had to shy. Uh, Red uh, Red Grant. Red Grant. He also always up, funny, but never uh, had to shy. A lot of comedians that wouldn't get a look for anybody else. He, he stuck put, his nephew. He put him on tour. Yeah. I feel like whatever, even with his, I would even call, I'll call Steve Hart, uh, not Steve Hart, I'll call Cat Williams having the same kind of problems I have. He has like a little bit of mania every now and then. And at the same time, fight with kids though, are you? I mean, at the same time, I feel like he like always feel like he's, <laughs> <laughs> he always feel like he has like kind of back between the wall. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything he said, I don't believe. I don't believe the whole, you know, ludicrous Luminati thing. man in a dress shit. I don't feel like. I, well, I will say this. I don't believe in the whole Luminati thing, but I do believe Although, there is a. I don't thing. want to get off topic, but I do have a rant about that. That might be coming I, right. Down I do believe a lot of times Hollywood or you know these producers love to effeminize men who are not by themselves feminine. Now, at the same time, I mean, we got, you know, Flip Wilson, we got all these, you know, right, right, right. great comics, you know, they put on dresses before it was a faux pas. Yeah. But I feel like it's almost like a dead gag, almost. We kind of overdo it, yeah. Like, how many times do you need? I mean, I understand, like, for some people, I, even with Rick Smile, when he puts on the grandma stuff, I get that it's funny. Bernie's Jenkins is funny. Even on the radio <laughs> My show. My mom uses that as her, as her voicemail. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. And he's been doing that. And I don't think, you know, Rick Smiley is any less than a man than anybody yeah, else. That, yeah, but I'm glad you brought that up because that did. Do you know who Boyce Watkins is? Yeah. Okay, because he kind of piggybacked on that. And he, like, shared, like, a really old picture of, like, black actors in dresses. And when I say old, I mean, like... Wesley Snipes and Tu Wong Fu, you and like and Jamie Foxx's Wong, white chicks and, and white chicks and Keenan Thompson, uh, Shanae, yeah, Shanae, exactly. He even showed, yeah, Shanae twice. I I feel like in even the time where after next Friday where Cat yeah. was getting the eye and getting the looks, he's on like he's on Wild Now. And remember he had a record deal. <laughs> Dipset, he's on Dipset, yeah. But I feel I like I've never seen the app. <laughs> I feel like he's telling the truth, man, because even if you don't believe the whole kind of Illuminati stuff with man, black men wearing dress, even beyond that, it is it's hokey at this point. Yeah, it's and been done. It's been done to death. You know, I mean, some of our greatest black comedians have done it and done it well, but yeah. it's hokey now. And then it's like it's almost like it's almost like. Nas being Nas, and then like a rapper, let's say like uh, behind him, like uh, let's say like young guy, let's say like Corday, yeah. behind him, and they want him to kind of like fall in the same niche. Yeah. But it's not necessarily it's his like style. Yeah. But it's like people behind it, like you know that's funny and that works and that's you know, that's guaranteed money. Do that, and like I think what. I appreciate about Cat Williams. He don't. He didn't bite the hook. He didn't go for that. He's like, let's. I can be funny just being who I am, yeah. or just you know playing the character, which is absolutely fine and actually very commendable because it does show that you, not only do you have standards, yeah. but it shows that you don't have to rely on gags to but, be funny. 
for like I said, I feel like Cat Williams by herself, as successful he is. I mean, come on, I mean, how many Netflix specials he has, and uh, he makes money. Yeah, I mean, and he's always touring. He's he's going. He's probably gonna be, he's going to be here in a couple of months. He is going to be here, but in between I feel the like dinosaur exhibit and the monster truck rally, this goal, <laughs> right? Just coming up the way he comes because like he used to be at the Looney Bin. Yeah, exactly. Day, yeah, just coming up the but he's cat at the he's cat, cat hat, hat cat yeah. hat. But coming up the way he came up, I feel like a lot of times these older comedians maybe are like kind of jealous. No, no, these older comedians that are already kind of stationed and like yeah. trying to he always. I feel like he never felt like he got that camaraderie. camaraderie like, come on, man. I got he wasn't part of the fraternity. Let me, let me, no, no, no. Yeah, not even that. Yeah, yeah, even that. But come on, man. Next up, we got da 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 da. And like, I got your back, man. What you got to do? Like, you talk to my, uh, you know, right? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Manager, man. Let's try to get something happen. Like, I'll, I feel like he, everything he has, he kind of grinded for. He, he made it himself in a way. No, he got looks from like people that saw his town, but shout out to the Wayans for putting him on my life of kids. Right, and you know, uh, we said Ice Nick, Cube and you know, Ice everybody. Cube and I, and I, we hate to do this, but shout out to Nick Cannon for actually Nick Cannon, yeah, making him basically. He got, yeah, I mean, he was he, he was the star of Wild Out, honestly. And he's he, well, let's let's, let's, let's tell the truth. As far as the Wild Out thing, he never lost. Exactly, he never lost. He never lost. He was he was the he genuinely was the star of that show. He just he used that. He bounced off of that and made something happen. But like I said, I feel like he never got the little "come on, let's get in the club" kind of thing. And if they said in the club, he was some off about it he didn't like, or saw some fakeness, or you know, like, "Hey, we're friends, but you, you know, you, 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 you undercut your your quote unquote friends." Right. He's definitely. Uh, I mean, I think I have this quality myself, and you probably can attest to this. Uh, that you like is that like you're generally a nice or friendly or you know just kind of personable guy <coughs> but when Excuse something me. rubs you the wrong way like you can't let it go I mean he kind of digs at him you can kind of tell some of the shit that's happened to him over the years is dug at him and it's just like seeing it's like <laughs> okay sad. you successful and I gotta do it no more because I, I made it my own way yeah exactly like you mm-hmm. know and he ain't gotta put up with the shit that's what makes it and then like you see like the fake shit he sees yeah and we don't see that because we don't we're know here on people. his side yeah. we just see him when he's on stage I'm pretty sure he saw a lot of bullshit and shit he didn't like, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I have no problem." But at the same time, throwback, he ain't say nothing that Eddie Griffin never said. Exactly. Who would? Because we talked about, again. We talked about this during Eddie Griffin, our but Eddie Griffin, if he was on that friends. show, it'd be even bigger. So I mean, it's it is what it is. Like back I said, all the, back don't get wrong. I don't believe everything he said as far as some kind of some of that kind of outlandish stuff, which is. You know, kind of, kind of unbelievable. But as far as like what he said about his peers, actually, to a degree, he's right. I'm actually glad you said that because I actually watched it twice. Because first, mm-hmm. I just kind of just like, oh shit, you know, kind of just going into the hype of it. Right, right, right. And then the second time, it was more of okay, what is he really saying? Because I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and dismiss yeah, right. everything. But I also. Don't want to hoard everything he says. Yeah. So I just want to know, like, all right, what is the kernels of truth? What is the kernels of wisdom? And what is Cat Williams just talking shit? Well, and there's I mean, levels to it. There are some things that I'm like, okay, that nigga made. At the same shit time, up. he's talking about he was talking about these old comedians that don't even do what he does. Like, right. when's that? I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody. But Saying earthquake is illiterate though. That's just that was just out, I mean that, that was just out of pocket. <laughs> well, they spill said it first. I know, but it's still out of pocket. Well, you know, and uh, oh, 
Shit. Uh, Corey Holcomb's words. Corey, no, Corey Holcomb said earthquake is a motherfucker. Yeah. And he said he was a cokehead, too. Yeah. yeah allegedly. Alle- mm, spr- Maybe not sprinkle, because that might have something to do with well, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you can yeah, toss it over there. Sniff it up. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like, like, I feel like Cat Williams, yes, Cat Williams has his own problems and stuff he deals with. And stuff he hides, whatever. Give me off this ground, little boy. But yeah, at the same time, like I feel like he legit feels like the underdog, and he's not going. And and like I feel like shit happened to him when he was coming up from these older comedians or this, you know. And like he was like, yeah, I'm I'm, when I I'm not going to. I get my chance. I'm I'm not going to take any hand ass. I'm not going to like you know if you show me your true self and I don't like it. Okay, good. I'll fuck with you. But I'm not going to be like under your nose or try to be in your clique and not like you. Like, I'm not going to pretend to be your friend. I respect that. And, but, you know, some of the stuff he says, like, you know, it's kind of crazy. But, but at the same time, I feel like he was telling his truth. And a lot of his truth got resisted. That is true. And I will say that, I will ask you this. What do you think of some of the blowback? I don't feel like, as far as Cat Williams concerned, that he got any kind of blowback. I mean, well, I mean, well, no, 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 well, let me say it. He got blowback, but at the same time, the blowback is working for him. Yeah, of course. Like, like I got told, I told you and your brother DJ. Shout out to DJ. Yes, His sir. ticket prices went up by like hundred and fifty dollars after that interview. Yeah, right? it went right off coupon. Yeah, right Shit. off <laughs> exactly. No. But uh, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel like. In a way, I, I kind of understand that and I relate to that being like, I'm not going to fake it. I'm just going to be myself. And like, at the same time, I'm not, if you do me wrong and somebody asks you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you about, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Somebody Which asks you about me and you say something that I didn't do, I'm going to come back and say no. And also, you this, you know. It's a Pisces thing. Like, yeah, I guess so. Like we we we're kind of seconds, but <laughs> but you know, I feel like Kevin Hart and some of these other guys on their own. You know, uh, I mean, they do their thing. And whatever, you think Kevin Hart's really industry plant though? I feel like he's. I mean, looking around, I saw a couple of, like bootleg movies that Kevin Hart was in before Soul Plane, Paper Soldiers, but right. But I also feel, I don't, you know, well, I'll say this. You can call it what you can call it, you can call it a player, whatever, but I feel like Hollywood is a business. And he, Kevin Hart, played the game. I ain't going for it. Yes, but also, at the same time, I'm not saying anybody went under under anybody's desk and sucked some dick or anything like that, but at the same time, If you compare Cat Williams to Kevin Hart, which one's easier from a producer, executive, whatever? To Who's easier to work with? Work with Kevin Hart is definitely way more. Kevin Hart's gonna be professional. He's gonna show up. Cat Williams is a nigga, man. He's gonna be like, he'll do think. what he's gonna do. Don't get wrong. He's not a dumb person, but you know. He, but if something rubbing the wrong way, I feel like Cat Williams goes on top of that. Kevin Hart might. You know, he'll let it sit. He'll negotiate let it sit. or some shit. Because he ain't gonna let it fuck with the money. So yeah, he's looking at the the end result, the check after. You know what I mean? I feel like, in a way, a lot of 
these uh, comedians that do movies now and do a whole bunch of movies, they don't really stand on any kind of principle besides, okay, I'm doing this movie, try to be the person that people like and I may laugh and... Maybe be the funny person of the book. Right. But I will say this. Kevin Hart, um, shoot, I mean, a lot of these comedians are the same person in all the movies. Cat yeah. Williams is always a different person. Yeah. Kevin Hart can't He act. has range. But Kevin Hart's going to get movies because... Yeah. Because people want to see Kevin Hart in a movie. Well, he's got a name and also Kevin Hart is easy to work with. Easier to work with, yeah. And he's malleable. Mal- Ooh, good word, malleable. He's malleable, and let's not forget here, he's reliable when it comes to content. Yeah, I mean, because Cat I mean, has all these specials. We don't know how many dates he's missed. I mean, like, Cat might get drunk and not show up. Exactly. Kevin Hart's like, Kat, like a job. Yeah, Cat Williams might be like, but you're not tell me who's funnier. It's Cat Williams. Yeah, Cat Williams is funnier. Kevin Hart's past his peak in terms of comedic comedy. Well, to me. Only thing that Kevin Hart was was funny to me. I'm not saying he's not funny now, but and he's just like it's just feel like every special now he does is one. I feel like this diminishing returns to me. He needs to take break. He needs to take a break from like stand up for me and just like just focus on movies because you're there now. Yeah, but he's not like a you know he's not a Richard Pryor or a George. Carlin. Carlin, where you can just do a special year. every year or every other year and, you, and be fresh. Because they're always touring. Don't get me wrong. He's doing, don't get me wrong. You know, he's doing, he doesn't, I mean, Kevin Hart is like, Kevin Hart, Hart, he got, he Kevin got Hart has podcast, advanced. he got, yeah. a, I mean, he got his own serious station. Like, he's working. It's not that good. I, I have serious. It's not that good. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, I feel like as far as now, as far as comedian stand up, it's kind of, more of the same and kind of like me. It's just, I mean, is, is it bad? Nah. Is it great? No. But is he funny? Yes. He's just funny just just hanging out with anybody. He's a, he's that kind of, he has that energy. He's he's a funny person, period. It's not like he's just a bad comedian or nothing yeah. like that. Just feel like, I feel like, I get working hard to it, but I feel like far as stand up, it's oversaturated. As far as he just like maybe like take some time and give it a break, and then maybe if you want to come back or even like stop doing stand up. Right, I mean like not I mean, you're already. I mean you're a TV guy. You don't got to do sitcoms, and you you get movies now. You're not I mean, a TV guy. You you do you do tentpole movies like you know budgets scripts are written around you. I mean you got your own production company. You got all stuff. Yeah, you friends with the Rock. All right, y'all can make a, another buddy movie. You know, uh, make a million and one of them, yeah. Anyway, let's move on, man. We got one more thing to talk about. And maybe just touch on this just a little bit. And it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. First of all, when I found out that basically Jonathan Majors is out the MCU. Yeah. That hurt my heart because I was... Good actor. One, I like Jonathan Majors all the way back. To, I mean, Lovecraft. I mean, before that, like he did a little slave movie, but but yeah, uh, I always thought he was a great actor, and I thought he was a, he's a young guy, so I was like, man, he, he's he's like he gave me like yeah, and he just started doing everything like he was like, oh well, I'm gonna be in Creed, you know, three, I'm gonna be, you know, whatever. I'm playing Dennis Rodman. I just feel like. Personally, 
well, not me personally, but his personal life, kind of good or bad. I don't know what happened. You know, it, you know, everybody got their own story and the way they take it. And you know, we got two sides of everything. And I don't want to like shit on that lady now. Like, but I was like, fuck it before because you know. But anyway, well, I lost Kane. But right, that's right, just right. me being selfish. But if something happened bad and he was not, you know, a good person as far as being like a boyfriend or whatever, and he was. He's wrong. He's dead wrong. But I do feel that I feel like Marvel, even now, because look at the last four movies they came out with. Uh, um, the Marvels? The Marvels. Guardians? No, no. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but that was a good movie. The Marvels. Um, um, the, well, when I said oh, Quantumania. Not even Quantumania. The last door. Oh, and, uh, even Eternals. Eternals, yeah. So I mean they're not also I mean they're not all in They're not like, all homeworlds. I just feel like when he came in It breathed some new life into it, yeah. When he came in with Loki and then he like branched out we saw him in uh Quantumania. I feel like he was like giving me that, oh, just like, oh, we got Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Oh, we got, you know, Chris Evans as Cap. You know what I mean? I feel like, in a lot of ways. I don't know who Chris Hemsworth is, but he's a hell of a Thor or some shit like that, yeah. You know, I feel in a lot of ways, he was. Ready to like to take a torch and like make us interested in this new like uh, phase, of the, phase of the movies and shit. Now, if if he did whatever he did, he was wrong. But is that enough to damn him and like fucking blackball him or blackball him and shit like it, that? Essentially, in his career, I don't feel like his career is over with. But I feel like it, even you know, with today the PC thing. Anything happens bad, they're gonna like investigate it, and then like if it if it shows out the way that's not positive to you, they're gonna like disavow you, like and like throw you into the wind and stuff like that. Quote unquote, cancel you. Yeah. And I understand as far as a business standpoint, it makes sense. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying Marvel. I mean, I hate Marvel for doing, but I'm, but I understand. I mean, don't in think a way. they fired James Gunn, so. So. At the same time, I feel like they should have gave Jonathan Majors his full ride, man. Like, let us get, let him take us to the county. I don't, I, yeah, I, like, how can you? Okay, well, we're just gonna replace K. But y'all, you y'all couldn't replace Black Panther. Black Panther did. Yeah, with like. And I see Superman, hundred dude, white man. We're about to be, we're on our, we're about to be on our next Superman. But hey, yeah, I mean, I understand the time. Chad Bozeman is one of my favorite actors. God rest his soul. We love him. Rest in peace. But why couldn't we continue this? Story? I know it's big feels, but at, in hindsight, I was like, man, this hire somebody else, man. Okay, you probably not even gonna remember this, but a little, not too long after he passed away, maybe within a couple of days. I literally, I think I posted in our nerd group. The dude who was a uh, Falcon. Uh, uh, yeah, dude was the Falcon. Yeah, Matthew Maggie. Uh, not the Falcon. Uh, uh, Black Manta. No, but 
Yeah, yeah. Y'all y'all doing my team like Well, I thought you were talking about y'all talking about DC, the fact yeah. Oh, uh oh, Black Falcon or whatever. But I just meant like so when do we just Hawk take Hawkman? Hawkman, yeah. Hawk Alvis Hodge. The yeah. Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's DC. That's not even DC. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We're slacking on our nerves. But no, my whole thing is when do we just rip the band off that. and recast them? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and no getting wrong, I like, and I fucking like the the last Black Panther man. Wakanda Forever. I like Shuri and the actor played her and her being the Black Panther, and I like kind of like. What they did with you know giving Bozeman his flowers, but I gotta say this, and I, uh, I, I think actually I think it was uh, Cat Williams. Superman can be everybody, anybody. He never dies. He just get a new actor. One our one black superhero, not our one best, but the main one. Who got Blade. his own movie? Yeah. His own movie. Not Meteor Man or Steel, you know. Or, you know, Luke Cage. That's, that was Luke Cage, but that's the smallest But character. he passes away, and instead of recasting, we just bury him with that rope. Yeah. I understand as respect. I get that, and it, it sounds great. But at the same time, I feel like Chad Bozeman, knowing what he was dealing with and what he was fighting, he wouldn't want... The, the character to die off. He's just like, you can replace me. Yeah, you know, the story needs to be told. I yeah, I don't feel like he was like, well, let's just, you know, move it on to, you know, whatever. But no, just recast it. Now, you, you know, be, you know, big shoes to fill and all that, but I mean, it's hard, but back on Jonathan Majors, man, I'll all the stuff he went through and like I know Terrence are Howard, going through. I know Terrence Howard and Edward Norton. Like, oh, now y'all don't want to recast people, right? <laughs> All the stuff he's going through now and the backlash of you know basically guilty, but it's community service. And I understand even him may be guilty. Like you know, maybe you are that guy where you have this fuse or whatever. But at the same time, we have Robert Downey Jr. It's, it, it, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, we're, not doing, like, we're not comparing issues either. Let's get, you can get right. And I feel like he's doing good with Megan. Megan good, but even though he's keeping on talking about Courage Scott. But in, uh, anyway. Yeah, that's weird. That's it's weird. Kinda, it's kind of weird. But I feel like you were, you, you were, we we lost Chadwick. You was the next up, man. You was the guy, and I feel like they should have gave you another chance. I mean, no matter what, as far as the circumstances on that situation, you know, nobody died, nobody was hurt that much. You know, films were hurt, and you know, maybe whatever you can, you know counseling, you know, whatever you got to do, you can, we can fix that. But we need to not we because we ain't no problem. These studios need to stop. Looking into what the media says as far as like good, bad, you know, you you know, uh, guilty and right. whatever. Guilty before proven innocent. I understand in certain situations, okay, but a lot of stuff happened with these other celebrities that they didn't did a lot of crazy stuff. Y'all, net, y'all keep on hiring now. Keep on putting them in the biggest movies, y'all blockbuster movies. 100, 200, 300 million dollar flicks. Yeah. And they got all this dirt on them. 
Charlie but, Sheen is a perfect example of that. Well, I don't even say Charlie Sheen. I, I'm just talking about minors that, like, I'm not going to say anybody's name, but y'all know, but, like, a lot of these actors do stuff, and we know about it. You know, you can look it up in the paper, like, just doing, like, just almost the same stuff, kicking women out, the, out, out of limos, and our women, you know. Matthew on, Brockert killed someone. I'm just, I, I, I love Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off. Matthew Broderick killed somebody. I mean, that's, just, I mean, <laughs> that's a good example. Just like, y'all forget him. Yeah. He wasn't acquitted, though. But it's, it's all about... He was found guilty. No, he wasn't. Uh, he, it was like a settlement or something. But it I was, yeah, it wasn't, it was, yeah, it wasn't guilty until that court. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. But still, I see what you're saying. You're guilty like almost... It's a, even you're doing time, a little bit of time. Yeah, something. At the most. Well, at the least. But I just feel like, you know, uh, certain people get chances that other people don't get. Yeah. And I'm not saying good, right, or bad, or what they did. Anybody who did something wrong, actors, celebrities, newscasters, whatever, you know, local podcasts, you know, we make mistakes. But I feel like with certain people and certain people who have, let's say, monetary value behind them, and put asses and seats and, you know, people for eyes on them, they get different treatment. Now, with the Jonathan Major thing, I feel like even, you know, being convicted, and it's just, just because it's, the court of law says he's, he's guilty, let's call him guilty. Okay, fine. You know, let's uh, regroup, let's, 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 you know, let's figure it out. But, we y'all are working on something that me as a blurred have been waiting for a long it's time. Years to see. Yeah. Now, yeah, you can like replace them with somebody else, and that might work. But it's that the, there's a the the the, the, the uh, wide margin of failure because yeah. it's a new person. No offense to whoever you know gets the part or anything like that. But we we had Arcane. Yeah. Rumor has it that it looks like John David Washington might be the lead. I right? saw that. Yeah. Good, great guy. Uh, I don't see him as king. I'm I sorry. Mean, I mean, he's Denzel's son, so you know. Yeah, well, I mean, hell, honestly, you just get Denzel. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's a good actor, or whatever. But it's not even that. But I just feel like people get chances, other people don't get chances. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I got, you know, he did it or he didn't do it. But anyway, he was found guilty. Let's just say, like I said. Court of law, right? Guilty, but I feel like other people get chances that people with certain, yeah, don't get the same kind of chance. And I understand all the whole business side of it, but at this point, Marvel, MCU, let's be honest. Your last five, well, I say last six things you put out on Disney Plus and are you know. Movies, kind of. The last last great thing you did was Garden Galaxy Three. I didn't like Echo though. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like it's not going to hit people the same way. Yeah, exactly. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I mean, at this point, let's not let's not switch it up if we don't need to switch it up. Y'all can say, well, we know we're working on that, or we can say we got him going to cancel, but that's Kane. I, I mean, you can put anybody else. Out there and say that's the new king. Jonathan Majors can't. Right. And like he earned it. Like he, he started off on a yeah. small screen and brought that shit to the big screen. 
Even though I don't understand why he died in that movie. Maybe he eventually died, but he's dead now because he's not in the fucking in the fucking universe anymore. But I just feel like I keep on saying that. I just feel like you know what? I just feel like I never felt this way before. Baby, baby, baby. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm babbling on and Big Robert's in his phone, so. No, but I did find a little piece of interesting info. It's not really show worthy. <laughs> yeah. But. He I on mean, the hub, y'all. He on the hub. Okay. Nah. But no, but to to, to your point, you make a great point about that. And, and I don't want to be the guy to be like, oh, well, they let white actors get away with stuff. I'm like... I'm a little biased. I mean, obviously we both are. I'm, it ain't even white actors. It's just say like big actors. Yeah, I but mean... Most big actors are. Because if for me personally, if, whether he did or did it is not really my point right now. But it does seem like... It wasn't as heinous they made it sound as that, he did it. That's definitely it. one. Two, I'm just more like a... Jesus Christ, like talking about a rise and fall so fast. But I don't. It almost like, seemed like he was like his. He came up overnight and fell overnight. They wanted him to fall. Yeah, I feel like he got so much to give as far as like his his ability to act. Right, so I really hope it's not over. Over. He might be done whatever attached to uh, Marvel, Disney, or whatever. But it, it's it, his 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 income as far as being an actor should not stop. Yeah, hopefully not. He might have to do like a couple of like good flicks and like to get into the. Mainstream eye again, yeah. But as far as being an actor, man, he like the guy was messing with Lovecraft, Lovecraftian monsters and made it look believable. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. And I'm just s- think about this. this I'm sorry how- for everybody involved. Yeah, honestly, but this is how fast these shits rotate. At this point, a year ago. We were on this very show talking how people were overreacting to his fo- his photo shoot. Oh yeah, well, even um, uh, uh, for what do for one piece? I was like him over. Oh yeah, him and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, but he had like the pink, fluffy, like the flamingo coat. That's what I called. Oh well, I mean, yeah, like people were up in arms about that shit. I feel like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm done. Y'all, y'all got my two cents on this shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was more of a, I was more of a like, look how fast time flew. John Major, you ever want me on the show, man? Open arms, come on in. It's not like you don't have the time. Tell your truth. Tell us what you tell us your truth. You work me. You wear what you want to wear, man. I don't care. Yeah, well, actually, can I get that coat? The coat was cool. Just don't wear the whole hoodie with tucked in. I don't care. Give me the give me the whole outfit. I'll, I'll rock this shit. I don't care. <laughs> with the with the little kid peeing class. I never seen this before in Oklahoma. But anyway, man. But no, no, no. Hopefully, everybody involved, there's healing involved and all that. Healing. And, you know, if they do recast Kang, please make do it right. Don't don't have, don't make the quality of actor. Uh, I mean, you can find a good actor, but Jonathan Majors Kang. Yeah, I feel you on it, yeah. I digress. Well, thank y'all for listening to this informative episode of the Vicious Vicious and the List Podcast. That's the name of the show. There we go. The Vicious and the Podcast with uh, Rotun Roboto and uh, <laughs> Dark Lays. 
we're but, getting ready for our European tour. <laughs> Big Rob, you got anything to say to the folks before we get out of here, man? Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you once again. We're in season six now, which means if you've been here for all five of the seasons previously, we appreciate you. Man. You've been here since the literal beginning. All our day ones. You probably remember that Jonathan Majors conversation we had a year ago. That's right. And you probably remember when we were talking about, like, fucking, oh, how great he'll be as Kane. And so it was, you know, it was and it happened, and, uh, and then it happened, and they took it away from again. us. Or to quote the one dude, they took it away from us. They took it away from us. But in all seriously, thank you once again for listening. We are we got big things planned coming this year. I mean, we'll probably have some more guests come through. We'll probably even do some more guest appearances on some other shows. You yes. Know? Keep the brand, keep the brand alive. Keep everything open. Yeah, we're kind of hot, in hot demand right. Yeah, now. we're kind of demand right now. Yeah. So everybody our age has a podcast, so they want to talk to us on those. Right. So sorry about the wait. You know, we had to, you know, do what we had to do, and you know, we lost a great person, a friend, friend or so. Before we get out here, I gotta make sure I say shout out to Justin Hurd, a great man, great father, great friend, funny dude, insightful person, one of the smartest people, kindest people I ever met. Uh, and a sexy motherfucker, because that's what he always said. We was out there. That's right. Um, or just in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're shadows. But I want to thank y'all once again for tuning in. You know, you can be anywhere in the world, but you decide to be here. And we appreciate that. Um, 2024 is going to be our year. I said last year. And it's going and it worked last year. We're going to keep on going. So, bigger and better things all the time. Um, make sure you check out the group page. We change the rules a little bit. Make sure you answer the questions. We don't want anybody to feel like they're left out as far as getting your point calls. And if anybody's saying anything negative to you, please let us know. Let us know, yeah. <laughs> um, make sure also that you check out uh, the uh, merch shop. We got some new stuff we're working on. So, Thank y'all for that. Everybody bought a shirt last year. Man, we really appreciate that. Especially because it's tax season. <laughs> yeah. Really appreciate y'all. We're making a little bit of revenue. But the biggest thing you can always do for us is just listen, like, share, share and comment. And share again. This, you know, If you like the show and you like what we're doing, share with your friend, your mama, your daddy, your... Your, 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 your greasy-headed granny. Whoever, man. That's how we build... And I appreciate, man, we had over, over 3,000 looks this year. And that was a that was a big plus. And we want to do, want to double that, triple that this year. Yeah. Thank y'all so much, man. Make sure y'all subscribe. It's good to listen to us, but make sure you subscribe. That's why you locked in and y'all get the metrics right as far as it comes to our show. But... Damn, Big Rob, it's the weekend, man. What the folks got? What the folks got to do? Got to avoid the bookings, beloved. By all means, man. Vicious and the vicious, vicious podcast. Got me fucking up too. Vicious and delicious podcast. Robust Roberto, Black Blaze. We in this thing, but we love y'all. Y'all take care. We'll see y'all in a week. Y'all make sure y'all take care of each other. Make sure you tell your friends today. That you love them because you never know they're going to be gone tomorrow. We learned that a very hard lesson. Or in yeah. the hard lesson. So, uh, y'all take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. But, in the meantime, either you're going to be good. Or you're going to be good at it. Bitches in the podcast.
Pleasure Pals on the Move 2024. Party oops, oops, out of time. My bacon smelling fine. <laughs> and we out this month, man. Y'all take care. We love y'all. And to the next episode. All right, peace out.